0: You're listening to More in the Morning on News Talk 1010, Toronto. 651, somebody texted in and said, are you going to report that all of these wildfires are the result of arson? No, because it's not true. It's not. It simply isn't true. But when... Extreme things happen these days that can possibly be linked to climate change. The last vestiges of the climate change deniers, who sadly make up the bulk of certain political movements, um, always have to come up with a talking point. And the talking point on the wildfires is, oh yeah, it's all arson. It's not. It's absolutely not. Uh, Let's bring in Thomas Mulcair. It's a Mulcair Monday. He's the former leader of the federal NDP and the former leader of the opposition. Nice to have you, sir
1: good to be with you
0: john okay so justin trudeau and his new cabinet are meeting in pei and apparently there's considerable unhappiness in the caucus because they feel that a lot of these people are ministers and they don't deserve to be but they were put there in order to save their ridings in the next election
1: yep and the words you know, that, that are being used very often are virtue signaling. So it looks like Trudeau was putting people in place to say, okay, you're going to be able to help us hold down this important cultural community that's always been beholden to the Liberal Party, and you make it to cabinet, and you make it to cabinet, and you make it to cabinet, sort of like Oprah Winfrey Day for, for Trudeau. And there are a lot of hardworking people backbench MPs who are looking at this result, and this is the danger that Trudeau ran when he did this massive overhaul of his cabinet. Instead of making a couple of people really happy and having their friends pat them on the back and give them high fives, He's made a lot of people very unhappy. And what's unusual is, is that a lot of them are now speaking to mainstream journalists, you know, like high level. This is not background stuff. This is not obscure. This is mainstream, serious newspapers, serious journalists reporting this stuff. And, John, one of the things I've admired about Trudeau's ability in politics is he keeps a very tight ship. His, his cabinet and his caucus don't leak. And here now we're starting to see this stuff leak. Now it's not attributed most of the time, and some of them are actually asking for Trudeau to step aside because they don't think that they've got any chance with them as leaders. So you've got these hardworking MPs feeling slighted, and it's not good news for Trudeau's ability to to continue to plow through.
0: Now, you've been a party leader. I find the relationship between leader and caucus and party to be fascinating because, uh, you know, Justin Trudeau rebuilt that party. He led them to uh, a majority government. So you follow this guy. And then when he starts to look a little weak, all of a sudden the knives come out.
1: Absolutely classic behavior as well. But again, we're exactly eight years in. And uh, the point is being made by many right now that he says, well, I've got another couple of years on my lease on life with Jagmeet Singh, thanks to our deal. And then I'm going to run again and try to get another four years. And people are scratching their heads and saying, you haven't been reading the polls. Uh, People, you you did some good things. And I think that, for example, his handling of the pandemic was great. But there are other things where people just, you know, looking at housing right now and saying, look, we're the first generation of Canadians who will not be able to buy a house, Mr. Trudeau, and you haven't been paying attention to these pocketbook issues. You haven't been doing a good job of actually running the government and keeping your eyes on budgets. And no, you, you're not getting another six years. So I think that Trudeau's aware of that, and I think that he's looking for the right time either to pull the plug and have this epic battle that he wants to have against this great foil, who for him would be pierre Poiliev, you know, this harbinger of everything that is wrong in the world, and Trudeau wants to take that on. Or he's going to just hang up his skates and say, I'm going to take a few directorships and be on the board of directors of some major companies and make some serious dough. So uh, this is where we are right now. He's got this whole new group of people. He's sitting them down in PEI. And the fact that none of them are basically allowed to even speak with the media is an indication that, you know, a lot of them really are green.
0: Do you read anything into the fact that Doug Ford's government phone went unused for three months? I mean, I can honestly tell you from experience, I must have six phone numbers for Doug Ford. (laughs) I just think it's the level of chaos that's always prevailed in the Ford political system.
1: Yeah, a little maybe level of chaos, but I would also say level of opaqueness. So, so what did we learn with this whole green belt thing? You know, eight point something billion dollars that will fall into the pockets of developers that are well-connected. We learned that staffers were sending emails on their personal email accounts and then deleting them, something you can't do when it's an official government email. So this is the impression that people are getting. If you're well-connected, you get the private phone number. If you're well-connected, you get the private email. So this is direct access to government, and it's not benign. I mean, when you're talking a, a massive profit in the billions of dollars for a few select people who have happened to be connected to the current government in Queen's Park, yeah, it's time to, to start looking at it more closely. So that's why the Auditor General's report was so important, and that's why the reaction of journalists has been so important. One thing that's lacking is a concerted reaction from the opposition parties. The Liberals, of course, are still trying to sort themselves out. That's a bit more understandable. The NDP is the official opposition. Uh, I happen to think, because I know her personally, that Merit Styles is an extraordinarily capable and strong leader. She's going to have to shed a lot of the old-time staff at the NDP who prepare this boilerplate for her to, to spew out. I remember the night that she won uncontested and became the leader. It was you know, She's really articulate, by the way. She's super smart. But she was reading off a teleprompter, something that had been written in the back room by people who have been in the NDP backroom for decades, and something that I knew intimately, and I was just scratching my head saying, okay, Mary, you're just going to have to be your own person because she's that strong. If she were out there daily, John, I think she'd be doing a very good job of taking Ford down on this. But right now, it's just hit and miss. None of it's actually scoring. So they're going to have to sort themselves out as well.
0: Okay, so the question has been asked, is Pierre Polly a pit bull or a golden retriever? <laughs> Um, I don't know that I would have gone. Pitbull, yeah, I wouldn't go for a golden retriever, no.
1: <laughs> he sometimes reminds me of an Afghan, because he's always ready to jump at whatever's there, you know. Um, but, but Poitier is, is a unique politician, and he is to the right-wingers in this country exactly what Trudeau is to the left. You know, we use the expression before virtue signaling. He's got his own set of virtues. You know, he rails against government and he takes on Trudeau. He's great with social media. So he's got tons of skills. Um, People are really getting tired of Trudeau. That's what we saw all summer long in the polls. I mean, it's Trudeau personally. The liberals are way down, you know, compared to where they were historically, because people are just tired of them. I I don't think that there's any single issue, but I think it's just like, okay, time to move on, Justin. You know, it's one of those gut feelings. Doesn't mean they're willing to actually vote for Poilier. And one of the trump cards that they have in their back pocket uh, in the liberal camp is they're going to be looking to speak again about the NDP. They're going to really be talking to NDP voters next time around because they did it a little bit with Sheer and saying, oh, this guy's, you know, anti-choice. And they did it a bit with O'Toole, you know, be careful, this guy's gun policies don't make sense. But this time, they've really got this right-wing ogre to point to and say, do you want this guy running in your country? And this is what I think that the Liberals are counting on, that there's a, a, a well of about 18 to 20 percent of the voters that they can start trying to tap into and say, look, this is the end of the world. You know, the barbarians are at the gate. We've really got to stop this guy. Yeah. That, that, I think, is part of the game plan, but it's not a winning game plan. It's not getting people on side. It's saying why you don't like the other guy. And then, meanwhile, Poirier just keeps chugging ahead. He keeps hitting the themes that are interesting, especially to millennials. You know, if you're borrowing 50000 bucks to get an undergraduate degree, you're already starting way behind the rest of the pack. And then you're being told, oh, by the way, Average house in Canada, it's getting close to a million bucks. Good luck with that. And the average Canadian, especially young people, are starting to give the Conservatives and Pierre Poitier a serious look because they're saying, this guy's talking about the stuff that's important to me. And I think that that's where Trudeau falls down. He's not understanding the average person.
0: And if we're going to assign dog breeds, I was just sitting here thinking <laughs> about other people. And I think you, Thomas Mulcair, would probably be a fox terrier. <laughs> I'll I'll take the compliment. (laughs) Okay. Thanks a lot. Good to have you. Take good care. All the best, John. (laughs) That's Thomas Mulcair. He joins us on Mondays to talk about uh, the week in politics, the week past, and the week to come. Right now, it's time for the news.